So I've we've had uh Galloway Tavern delivered to our house. Um I have a funny story and about that place. The other you know, the other day, so you know, we went out to we had our uh Sunday fun day or our Saturday fun day with the family. Jillian went to bed. Um I was waiting for Jimmy to put his kids down. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some food. I haven't had dinner yet. And so I called on my way and they're like, hey, it's going to be a half hour. I was like, cool. It's about 10 minutes away. So I drove there and I sat in there and it is the definition of. It's a dive bar. You've never been inside of it? It's a dive bar. Yeah. It that's is, back home but for it's me. like yeah but it's me it's too. fucking to me that's awesome wood I paneling everywhere wood paneling everywhere i think they were bringing in a dj as i was yeah. leaving for karaoke yeah their karaoke is loud as fuck and i was like i was like this is fucking awesome like, like old galloway time. is sorry for any of the listeners um super poor but i loved that area you like, know what that's what you think you'd be amazed there could be some people in there rich sure, as fuck that you sure. have no idea oh, it's yeah. like that back home where i mean it can and, be a dive bar, I mean, and then the owners all the all the cars on, in the parking lot were nice cars. Yeah. Like, I mean, they weren't BMWs and Mercedes, but they weren't just like fucking diesel truck costs more than a BMW. Well, that, yeah. that means nothing though, because yeah. yeah, for sure, a lot of people live outside of their means now. So yeah, that they'll too. go buy a nice car and then live in a fucking double wide trailer. Yeah, right. And so with that, like, but the back roads to get there were just like I, I would take that drive. I would take that drive every day. Just yeah. it's so relaxing. Where did you grow up? I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I can't believe that it, drive amazes you then. So it just like anything back home to me. Yeah, so, but you don't get that around here only until you go out, and there's yeah. no reason to go out. The you last only two have times, the reason to go in. The last <laughs> the last two times I've come home from Cincinnati, like Kentucky area, it's taken me back through London. Yeah. So I don't even go 71 past. I don't even get to Grove City. It, it has me turn around 50. I, no, it's not Route 50. I That's know what you're talking about. It's like 58 It has or something. us get off or 50, Route 55 at London. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Never mind. Instead of taking and, and then 71. It, yeah, and then I end up on 42 and take that home. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because you got screwed because you got stuck in traffic. Yeah. I beat you by like 10 minutes or so. But I wish, I wish, like it just kind of reminded me, like I wish Sunday drives were like a thing still. Like you hopped Not in the car can be. because I'm always running. I'm always running errands and get stuck behind those people, and I that irritates the shit yeah. out of me. You can get in your car and drive on Sunday. There's I know, nothing I know, stopping but you. I, like, but I like, you don't it want was a, everyone to do it though because then that just becomes a nuisance. Yeah. yeah, but you usually would get in with your family growing up. Like that's that's what you do. I've never done that in my life. Yeah, it's never for it's older. Up. It's older than my you. parents are probably older than your parents. How old are they? My dad's eighty. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's. It's older than you, like like you're your generation. Like my parents did, did that stuff with not their you. family. My parents are twenty years older than you. My your parents did it with their family. Yes, not with you. Gotcha. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. I wish it was a thing that you just hopped in the car and you drove around for forty five minutes. You wouldn't drive that much back. Gas then. is too expensive. Well, there was there was no good TV back then either. Yeah, that's true. On this episode of The Bourbon Hunters, dude Tyler and Brett sit down with two Woodford Reserve batch proofs and the Woodford Reserve Very Fine Rare. 
But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Go to their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com or check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts provided by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Duke Paul. I'm joined by Rep Ryan and Tyler Schaefer. And uh, today we have Woodford Reserve. We've got uh, Batch Proof. I believe it's the 2019 Batch Proof. And then we've got the 2021 Batch Proof. And then we've got the Very Fine Rare from uh, 2020. So we've got, I guess, three years covered, which is kind of cool. Doesn't that sound redundant, Very Fine Rare? No. No, I just don't like the flow of it. Yeah, it's it really doesn't stupid. flow well. You're right. It doesn't. It, it doesn't flow well. But I. But it's an homage to the old ads of bourbon where they would say very fine, rare. You know. Yeah, I just don't like the word "very" in there. You're like instead of saying like I'm very hungry, you could be like I'm starving, I'm, I'm famished. Yeah. So, so just fine, rare would have been okay. Yeah, fine, rare bourbon. But then it wouldn't be as fine or rare. Yeah, but that's, this is very fine and but rare. The word "very" is just so like just a poor adjective. Yeah. I'm no, just, no, no. It means that you really, really mean it. It's all relative, though. Like, you can have yeah. very, very rare, you know Well, it mean? is from Kentucky. It is all relatives down there. Well, that's true. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I digress. So, uh, all right. We're starting off with the 2019 batch proof. I believe this is the 2019. Does it have a year on it anywhere? Closer to you than it is to me. I know. But I didn't know if they have years listed on them or not. Um, this, If this should tell you anything, it's the 123.6. I don't see a year on it. Is it on the label? I thought it was... I'm when did looking. they start that, though? I don't know. I, 18 or 19, I think. Well, then it's either 18, 19, or 20. It's That's the old point. bottle. I, don't, I, don't, no, I know it's not an 18. It's, it's not I know a 20 it's either. either 19. Because... Well, they changed they the bottle in 20. Well, they didn't change the bottle until the very fine rare. That was the first one that had it. Yeah, but that was in 2020. That's what I'm saying. Right, but That's what that was late 2020. This comes out earlier. I don't think the very fine rare didn't come out until we were in there in September. You already we're not in September yet. You already have the batch proof, so figure that out. No, the batch proof was from earlier. That batch proof, I'm pretty sure, is from last year. No, this is the 2021. Is it? As far as you know, I guess we'll find out when we dive into <laughs> well, it. Well, let's look fucking at look. It. How are we gonna know when we drink it? Oh, this is 2021. <laughs> oh, oh, that's like the Eddie Murphy in uh, Beverly Hills Cop when he's <laughs> breaking into the. Uh, it's, I think it's Beverly Hills Cop 2. He's breaking God, into the gun club. I haven't seen those in so long. And he puts his, uh, <laughs> the guy's walking by with the wine, and he puts his hand in the ice and rubs the ice on his face, and he goes, what is that? And the guy goes, it's a, you know, I don't, I'm making this up, but he's like, it's a Bordeaux. And he goes, oh, it is, isn't it? And he goes, yes. And he goes, <laughs> so he was doing that just to get his face sweaty, to make it look like yeah. when he pulled in, he had dynamite in it, or he had explosives in the bag, and he was sweating from holding them. But it was pretty funny. Like he's such a goofball, man. Like I don't know how he went from doing great movies like that to all, just nothing but family fair now. You know, it's just kind of funny. A lot of those comedians take that path. Yeah, I mean, once they start having kids and stuff, yeah. I think they want their kids to be able to watch their stuff. Like, look at Ice Cube. 
Ice Cube yeah. went from like Friday and Boys in the Hood to well, like. He also went from a freaking gangster rapper to like to, what was that uh, movie like RV or something geez. like that? No, no, that was uh, Robin Williams, but it uh, was Are We There Yet? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you had the R right. <laughs> All right, what do you guys get on the nose with this? I get cherry, I think, right away. Cherry, but I get some oak too. Oak or oh, leather? Yeah, there's for the sure age. there's oak, but I the cherry hit me as soon as I put my nose to What's it. What's right in the name? <laughs> Woodford. I agree. There's a cherry in yeah. there. There's, it's like a dark fruit, um, mm-hmm. wood, dark fruit, leather. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I remember liking this. Um, the last time I had this, my wife made it for me, not telling me what it was and put it on oh, ice. Oh, she made you bourbon? Didn't yeah, me? she distilled it and then uh, barreled it very quickly. Bad. That's not even a good joke. That's terrible. So, <laughs> we were going to go to the local Dora. Uh, local water and hole. And, uh, I told her I was coaching. I was like, yeah, just get me something, you know, poured over a cube of ice. Cause we were going outside. It was super hot. And, um, so we get there and I'm, I'm thinking, cause I originally told her to do, just do the, uh, maker's cask strength, uh, something that might water down a little bit and not be too watered down by the time I drank it. And, uh, so I get there and uh, I drink it. I'm like, this isn't Maker's. And she goes, no, no, I forgot to tell you. What do you think it is? I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't know what this is. And then she goes, well, just guess, and I'll tell you. And I, so I've, I've, after like three guesses, I've figured it out. But I was like, oh, shit. Because you knew it was your upstairs bar, so yeah, it was probably yeah, like a limited. Right. So I've, I figured it out finally, and I was like, oh, shit, because we were getting ready to do this episode. I didn't think we we're going to have enough left. And sure enough, I mean, we just poured it's out perfect <laughs> amount. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect amount if you're having it as a regular pour, not as a taste. <laughs> so, yeah. Very, very true. Like so we I, each have a full pour of this. Um, and I'll, I'll probably just come back to it, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Right. Oh, he's diving in. <sighs> Tyler already did. Oh, so depending, nice. how long have you had it open for? Uh, over a year. So since 2019. This kind of just has like the taste. This it's is, very leathery to me. I, I got the leather, but I got yeah. a sweetness with it. I sure. really like it. It hit me it in just, the back It just of kind of tastes it like a, a bourbon um, at a higher proof that's been open for quite a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounded kind of judgy. Yeah. He's basically saying, that's what we are doing. He's basically saying, why do you we still are judging have any of this left? You've had right. for two years. Yeah. That's what I mean. It sounded judgy. Like, I can't believe you haven't I polished did, this I didn't off. expect this to be a bottle kill episode. So I was holding it for this, you know, point just to. Make sure that we uh, had it for whenever we got the next batch proof. Do you like the new bottle design over I the do. old I bottle I do. I like the design. new bottle yeah. much better. I do, too. It's sleek. It's sleek. I think for bartenders to, to handle it, it's easier. Sure. It's but unique, I also think too. It, it fits takes on up, the shelf. Yeah, it fits on the shelf better, I think. And it takes up less space because of the square shape as opposed to the circular. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I do like it, I think. My, I like the uh, thick bottom to it. Your wife? Of the, of the new ones? <laughs> yeah. Of the new ones? Oh, we're talking about the bottle? Oh, I don't know. Are we? Yeah. He's talking about Trina. <laughs> um, Banks is really getting uncomfortable over here now. My um, infinity guys. bottle is the very fine rare bottle because I like it so well. Did you like scrape off any nah, of the stuff? I left you it. You just left it? Yeah. I mean, I know it's it's my infinity How do you, bottle. Uh, do, do you have an infinity bottle? I don't. I, I think start... what I'm going to do though is I'm going to have one and I think I'm either going to use my... Town Branch, which is a really cool bottle, has a glass topper and everything. Yeah, or like a decanter almost. Uh, it, I have a decanter. Like that's a decanter. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I just got Peerless. 
That's a cool that bottle. That one's a cool bottle. I might use that. And then what was the other <clears> one I was thinking of um, that was like such a cool bottle? And I was like, oh, this could be, if, I think I would might maybe have to scrape something off. I don't remember, but there was another one. I have to think of it, but there was another one that could be a decanter. But whenever I get to the finish of one of those, I'm going yeah. to probably turn it into an infinity I, bottle. I decided with mine, I'm not going to add rise to it. I'm just only going to mm. do like bourbons and weeders. Is what I'm gonna do. Um, bourbon. So no, no rye whiskey. Do you have an amount? No rye whiskey. Correct. Gotcha, I would do rye gotcha. bourbons. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I got you now. What would you? What's the amount that you generally will put in there? The last pour. So like, if it, this was the last pour, yeah, I'd probably pour that in there. Okay. Oh, and real quick, a correction to last week's episode. I had made the mistake of saying that you could be considered a Kentucky bourbon. If you were distilled in Indiana but aged a year in Kentucky, mm-hmm. that is not accurate. From okay, what, from what I understand, I've actually heard that's the case. But then the course I just took said that that's not true. To be oh. a Kentucky straight bourbon, it has to be distilled and aged one year in Kentucky. Is the I word thought straight? it had well, dis- it, well it has to be distilled two years for it to become straight. But it has to be distilled in Kentucky. I wonder if the key word is straight, like if it's Kentucky bourbon versus Kentucky. Yeah, straight maybe bourbon. they might be able to say Kentucky bourbon. I don't know. I'll have to look yeah. that up. There's a play on words always. Yeah. Sure. And I, it's interesting, though, because you just, you know, we we were talking about some of the things. They taught us how to read a label and, and different things like that. We went through Angel's Envy and how they, you know, are technically legally not bourbon anymore um, because it's finished. This is um, really good. It's getting they, better. Sorry. They, they talk about the Woodford Double Oaked or Double Double Oaked and how yeah. it still is bourbon because it has been aged in new casks every time. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of like barrels if you think and, about the short amount of time that's aged a know, second time but the, what i found interesting was i thought when they aged in a toasted barrel that it wasn't charred it's a char one isn't it no I, no it's it's a they toast it so they don't always toast barrels but so with a toasted barrel they toast it and that can go that can take 45 minutes and they'll use like infrared rods or they'll use different things but it's not direct fire and oh. then after they toast it they char it oh so, so that's, it's so charred, the toast, but it's still toasted. So explain the toast process. And is it the same across the board? Is there any standardization with it? So technically there's no standardization on charring or toasting. But charring, like there's a pretty common accepted, like level one, level two, level three, level four. And level four is, you know, the alligator char. Um, but toasting, I don't think there's any specific... Uh, there's no like legal standard is what I'm trying to say. I always thought, and obviously I'm wrong, but I always thought a level one char was like a toasted barrel. So well, they it would is, do it, it in a regular. Charred, but toasted is not charred. Toasted is like, you know, what you think of your toast when you put it in a toaster. Yeah. It's not getting direct heat. It's getting heat adjacent, yeah. if you will. Until it, you know, gets that toasted from being There's close a word to the heat. For that that I can't think of right now. It's like in, in radiant heat. Well, Convection. it's radiant. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I mean, like infrared or radiant or whatever. You're not actually applying direct fire to the wood. You're actually toasting it by making it heat adjacent, basically. And then after that, uh, that forty-five minute toasting period, mm-hmm. then they go ahead and char it, and that's like it. Just thirty. Does it have seconds, to be a new seconds. barrel? It does. Yes. If, Damn, that's expensive. If it does, if it's yeah. not new, then it's no. Anytime no they bourbon, age yeah. it in something that's a used barrel, it's no longer bourbon. That's that's expensive. That's why I want to try and make my own Elijah Craig toasted barrel because it's just our small batch that goes into a toasted barrel. And well, I that's what get, I was thinking. I was buying that Elijah Craig, just a regular Elijah yes. Craig, 
and putting it in my oak bottle and yes. see, for and like five days and see what happens. Or I was even going to buy just like a little barrel and like see if you can just do like a level one like toasted char or something very, very light. Do it for a couple of days, like yeah, you said. Or... But it's not, I mean, you, you're you going to get something similar, I think, but it's not going to be, because it's not technically toasted. Yeah, I don't think it's obviously going to be the uh, same. Yeah, to- the barrel's charred. not toasted. But I just think that's the lightest, unless you buy one uncharred and you can do it yourself, you take like a little torch. Like, you could. It. You could do the infrared heat inside of it yeah. until it's toasted. I really want to try that because I love that EC toasted barrel so fucking yeah. much. And like I never drink mine because I I don't know. When I passed on a one. I passed on a rye la, or a, a Raz last night. One for nine. one? No, it was just a Raz. It was nine dollars for it for a toasted was, barrel. Yeah, I would have done it, man. You should have. I know, me. I know. And I was like, you haven't been asking us for any of those lately. I haven't been playing them. You still haven't been asking us for them right. lately. Well, you passed, I, but you didn't ask us. That's my. I point. avoid that by avoiding the thread. So, so as soon as you get, as soon as we say yeah, then you get well no no like peer pressure yeah. no like well not only that but as soon as I open up the thread and I see something I'm like I'm in here right. and I, so I just avoid it by just not just opening live vicariously it. through us yeah. bless <laughs> <laughs> so you can't go to strip bars either, I mean you're then, still you're winning like you're still winning it's just yeah. with our money. And we always share our products. Well, I don't because I, I don't because fucking win. this is almost gone. I'm going to stop. That's I am and too. save put some back, and then I think we go to the next one. That's my sure. But I, what do you guys get on that? I, I really on. I got the cherry. What do you think? Still, what do you mean you're going to pour some back in there? Or are you like no, 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 just no, going to come gonna back to revisit it? it when sure, we, we're at all going to pour us back <laughs> yeah. in the bottle. So I'll probably pour some. Go head to head with your. Dude's like, proof. can you just can you stop? I'm just going to pour that <laughs> back pour in there. It's there. Yeah. a little funnel out. I don't care if there's a little backwash. That's fine. That's that's uh, seasoning. Um, no longer bourbon, though. It, for some reason, that first drink, it hit me like something sour in the very back of this my one? mouth. Yeah, the very first drink. No, I drink. think it was the wood of the leather, like you said. It was really strange, but it didn't do that again. But it is very, and I don't want to use the word smooth, but it was very clean. Maybe probably it's a got good a little, um, yeah. I mean, it is two years old. And a lot of that time, it was sitting upstairs on my top bar. Yeah. and uh, Which is in direct sunlight for part of the day so i'm sure that it has had some extra maturation in not necessarily all good maturation you know what i mean yeah it wasn't bad by any means no very very good i would would hunt this in a heartbeat oh yeah i i'm upset i've missed the woodford reserve both times it's come around here i've missed it here in ohio shit's crazy around here right now though with that well right now right now you have to like for example russell 13 what hit the giant eagles this last weekend and i went there on saturday the day that it released an mm-hmm. hour and a half after they opened knowing i wasn't going to get one but uh but someone may have passed on something else yeah and that's what happened i ended up getting the yellowstone 2021 the the special release um but i was talking to the lady there and she was like oh yeah they were camped out here at 9 p.m the night before that's stupid stupid it you is think stupid. you think they're all flipping or do you think there's some true enthusiasts i think 90% of the people doing that are probably flipping it I really do. Yeah. Because I, I I don't think if you were just drinking it, you would ever do that. Fuck, I know I won't. But you know what my I mean? My time's too... Not that I'm anybody like important, if you know but you're going to turn around valuable. and sell it for three times what you... Yeah. You could easily, in your head, say, okay, I'm going to make $200 just sitting down and screwing around on my phone, catching up on some Netflix overnight... If I worked overtime, all of that, I would make way more fucking money than $300. Yeah, but they're not working. They're sitting there watching no. Netflix, and they're talking to people and whatever. That's valid. You know what I mean? They're just yeah. hanging out. So, I mean, they're going to make two, $300 just hanging out for 12 hours. 
I mean, I it's to me it's extreme for something you're just going to drink. But it's if you're turning around and selling it, then you know you could potentially put some, you know, weight to it and say, oh yeah, you know, I guess it's worth it. Let's start a new podcast and influence other people to like other things, and then they'll all follow and we'll swoop in and get the bourbon. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. <laughs> they'll just stop listening to us. We'll just do like a vodka. Oh, vodka! <laughs> <laughs> this vodka is amazing. Yeah. It and tastes everyone, just like this one. <laughs> and we'll post all this vodka stuff, Ooh, and then they buy the vodka. The ethanol. Very nice. Very nice. It's a nice. And then, and then we get the bourbon. I feel like that guy from Despicable Me. What was his name? I don't know. The bad Gru? guy? No, Gru. Gru, yeah. Groot. Like, we get the cookies. Not Groot. The Groot is... Uh, that's know, Guardians that's of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Him your last time. I fucking love that soundtrack from Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way. It is good. It is amazing. Look at the collar difference, which I know this. The collar? I know. That's my Appalachian coming out. Look but, at the uh, collar. Color. Dude, I didn't realize that was wrong Cooler. until like three years ago. Someone's like, what the fuck are you talking about, the collar? And they're like, the collar on your shirt? I'm like, no, the collar of your shirt. <laughs> the collar of your shirt. Of your shirt. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I used to say antenna all the time, <laughs> antenna. too. Antenna. Antenna. So I didn't at least know. know you know what they're saying. Yeah. They're like an antenna. Color is a problem because there's three different versions of the word. Yeah, I still, I still can't help but say collar. Like, to yeah. say color sounds weird. Ooh, like, color like sounds pretentious. Yeah. Like when he We're says tour, tour, <laughs> it makes you sound like a pretentious asshole. Mm, I like that. Oh. oh, I have some update Hold about on. my friend Chris. Oh, okay, I'm almost getting airplane glue. I love model airplane glue. But is, do you no. get that on the nose at all? I love that, no. though. I think it's from the ethanol that I got. I put. It my is nose. heavy on the ethanol. Yeah. That's why I got airplane glue, I think. So what about your friend what? Chris, Chris? he's over in England right now. His wife's family cherry, is from there. More ethanol cherry. I get the cherry, too. When he comes back, he wants to do the uh, stag episode. Okay. Nice. So I told yeah. him, when he, let me know when you get back. We'll schedule it. While he's stag. over there, have him look for some shit. I am. <laughs> well, I already am. When I had my uncle over. He's not going to bring back like six bottles. I don't though. care. So I have him. He's he's going to message me through like iMessage stuff. Well, I, I, when I had my uncle over and yeah. he was like, how do you get this stuff? And I was like, well, when you travel for like the seven times you travel internationally a year, like go in the duty free shop and look for a fucking Blands. Like, especially Did you see if you're, the Miami airport picture like two days ago? No. There was like six shelves of blends. Jesus wild. Christ. And they were, you know, regular price. Like, you know, you're not paying $100 a bottle. You're and paying it's tax-free. Right. <laughs> but I'm, Just, I'm, I'm in a little bit more of like this, the more international ones. Well, you can't buy that unless you're flying international. That's what I mean. He does. I know. I'm just, what the fuck? Why is he you arguing with me saying the same thing he's saying? You I can't get know. regular like blends in duty free unless you fly international. I know that. You can't go in duty free. So if period. I said it was in the Miami International duty free, then that means you've got to fly international. Let's just buy a, like a ticket, right? And then you're like, oh, load up your suitcase. No, the cheapest let, place you can't ever. load up your suitcase. They deliver it to you at the plane at the gate. No, when I bought mine, they let me um, what? check it. They when, they put every it in time a, I've done it, you buy it at the duty free. They take it to your gate. To ensure you get on the plane. Oh, no, I carried it on. Well, you carried it on from the gate is where they did it for us. Oh, no, because I had already went through customs, or not customs, but <clears throat> went through TSA. The duty-free was inside the TSA. Right. How, could they, how could they walk you to your gate they every single time? They walk you to your time. gate. They just delivered. What they did is they had this cart, and they went from gate to gate, and when, you're, when you started boarding, they would come to your gate with your order and give it to you as you're walking on the that plane. That sounds Mine, incredibly inefficient. That was, that was in Miami. 
when we went to your wedding, that's how they did it. Yeah. What did you get there? Uh, we got Trina some vodka for the flight. <laughs> and I wasn't really hunting for bourbon yet, so I didn't even look for bourbon, to be honest. I think I did look for Blands, but they didn't have any. Yeah. I remember looking at that time. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was. I bought that bottle of Makers 101. You were there already, I think. Or No, you came a day no, after when I, us. No, when I went... Because um, we stopped in... I went the same... Atlanta? I went the same day they as Duffy have, and, um, yeah. and Kendall... We all flew out the same day. You, I think you flew a day later. No, day before. And stayed longer. No, day before. I thought we were there before you one day. I'm almost positive of it. No. Because you checked in. Yeah, we were there a day before you. You were, you but s- not everyone else. Yeah, but Only me, Kendall, you. and Mark were all they on were the same not. day. They we all not. left on the same day. Tuesday? Yeah. You were there Tuesday? No, you were there a day before everyone else. Then no, how you, are Kendall and Mark no, in the okay, flight? No, okay, fuck off. No, fuck off. You were there... The latest. You stayed till Tuesday. You did not. I, I got there the earliest day with a handful of other people. You got there a day later. Maybe. But you, you stayed like, later than me, too, though, because you had your honeymoon. No, but we still went home Monday. You went home Tuesday. It was over a, a Memorial Day, wasn't it? That may be true. Because m- Monday I was working out in the, in the uh, weird gym they had there. Yeah. Doing the Murph, the Ooh. just but it was all like treadmill. Right, it was a treadmill Murph, not a real Murph. I mean, I did all the work, but it was on a treadmill instead of actually really running. Anyway, um, take a drink of this. I so I got ethanol. Like it was almost I like cherries too. that had been soaked in ethanol. Ethanol. That's yeah. what I got on the nose. It was very very strong, but I did get cherry. And then when I uh, took a drink of it, the cherry is there, but it is kind of strong it, it i is. feel like this one it is stronger and it's improved, a it's a hot but it's yeah it's definitely hot it drinks hot i agree but it's, it doesn't drink like a low proof yeah, like some I don't things do. say this though some of these things that we drink that are hot they come off very cinnamon to me and this doesn't come off cinnamon there's a lot of ethanol there but it is as this dumb has as a this, sounds. this has a hard ethanol finish yeah it does but it has a nice tongue coating too i really like that about this it does I'm going to take a little drink of water before I take my next sip, see if it changes Yeah, I should anything. have done it between the two. The yeah, obviously there's that buttery. Rate. There's that buttery. You're right. Yeah, it, it's got that nice mouthfeel on it. Yeah, I agree. So, the... I think when we go... And I'm, I'm getting ready to start authoring some of the stuff on our webpage for the bourbon trail. Hence, and... Just, you know, recollections of what we did, just so people have something from our website that they can maybe use as a reference, you know? Yeah, that's a great idea. But, so if you're listening, in the next month or so, that'll start being up there, and then we'll update it anytime we go to new places, or I'll update it, I should say. You guys won't do shit. Um, I don't even have access to get on that yeah. page. You don't have, but you do have access to start the damn schnoz. I do. Two months into talking about it. Oh, speaking of. I, so I want to get a collection of pictures. I thought about right, this. Right, but you only, take, you only take the picture when I'm of around your nose and in you. yes, the glass. Yes. And then I'll add tasting, or I'm sorry, smelling notes. But my point is you only do that when I remind you, and that's... That's during an episode. So you only do So it. I should just do it at home even? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Every night. That's good. You should do it every night. 
And then, but but no tasting notes, only right, notes. Just only smelling schnoz, notes, only schnoz. schnoz. Yes. Yeah, the, the schnoz. I think doesn't that a lot of tongue. people would follow the people schnoz. The schnoz. Yeah. It, you, you keep saying that. We won't know I mean, until I you can actually do it. Create the account right fucking now. You create the account, but build up some stuff first, so that you like on like if you go two or three days without drinking something, you've got something every day. That's the thing that really makes a difference is if you're posting every day, and then you hashtag. Hashtags are where people will find you. So you hashtag start start following people at first, and then they'll follow you back, and then like, then you delete them. No, don't delete them. That's that's no. Stupid. That's what that's what those engines do. They follow you so that you follow them, and then they delete you later. Stupid. So works works for me. <laughs> so ethanol on the this is a very ethanol heavy finish. I th- I'm not as big a fan of this one as I am of, of mine. However, I'm going to come True. back to it. But it uh, to be fair, yours has been open for a year. Plus, yeah, it has. But so I some remember, of that ethanol. Is I remember gone. liking it. Okay, pretty heavy the first sure. time I had it. That's fair. And and I've gotten more into batch proofs now than I ever have been. So if I liked it then, I think I probably was because it was pretty decent then too. But a couple of sips in, it's good. Where's yours? You finish it. Mine's nope. right here. Yeah, I've got my other one right here. Oh, it's. Uh-huh. People's underscore schnoz is available. Yeah. <sighs> How do you spell schnoz? S C H N A Z. Not schnaz would be two Z's. So yeah, schnoz. Yeah. It was either. I honestly went to be, Urban Dictionary. Z, but yeah. I went to Urban Dictionary, yeah. and that's how they were doing it. Yeah. No, that's. I think that's probably a good way to do it. Because the A Z makes it seem a little more pretentious. Yeah. O Z just is too like. Uh, that's too. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, sounds like. You know, looks like whatever. What do you call that? Where it's too much. Uh, like you're phonetically doing phonetic. it. Yes, phonetic. Thank you. All right, so we've got two of these down now. So far in the lead for me is the older bottle. Um, but like you said, Tyler, it could just be a little bit of oxidation. It could be a little bit of um, just being open longer. Uh, there's a lot of air in your bottle. Just, I mean, so we're clear. It's not like it's a brand new pour. No. It's been op- it's been drank pretty heavily. Sure. Since uh you got it, which is I'm proud of. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, we got these very fine rares. I have 3 of them left. And we got them I got 6 of them. We killed one the first night we got it and that was my bottle. So that took me down to 5. I sold two of them. Uh, well, in fact, I didn't sell two of them. Two of my buddies reached out to me and one of them when I told them they were available. So two of them were spoken for when I got the six. So that left me with three. I haven't opened one since we did that bottle kill episode last December. Been that long since you've opened? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have you opened yours? I haven't. All right. Then. I'm so bad. No, no, no. You, so <laughs> in my same, defense. Same, same time period. You have a lot more um, exclusive bottles than I do. Not just bourbon in general, but yeah, like high-end I mean, exclusive I mean, yeah, bottles I can see and that. stuff. I wouldn't say I have any high-end bottles. Maybe maybe semi-high-end. That's why I use the word exclusive. <laughs> I have um, some semi-high-end bottles, and I have a lot of barrel picks. Yeah. That's where I think I really excel in my collection is a lot of barrel picks. Um, if you were to look at my collection just on the service, I don't think anything really stands out. But the fact that I'll, I'd say a good third of my pick of my bottles are barrel picks, I would say yeah. mine is becoming that way more. Like I'm having, I'm noticing more. Now that you're and more part of the club, that yes, helps barrel picks, and it's and, I like and that's them a lot. I like those too. Like to me, I'm enjoying. Like I'll probably still search for some high end stuff, 
you know, here and there. But these barrel picks, to me, is where it's at. Like, I'd rather have a barrel pick that, you know, is really, really excellent any day of the week over something that I paid $200, $300 for, and then I'm just like, eh. Yeah. That was just okay, you know? Well, and like you said, they're all, like, exclusive in their own way. And a right. lot of times they have notes on things as opposed to just walking into a store and be like, I wonder what this tastes like. Yep. Yeah. No, you're right. <clears throat> and uh, and that's, I think, one of the things that I like with, you know, bourbon enthusiasts is I feel like my taste profile aligns with his really yeah. well. So I think that's... You got to get through some of your, your bottles, though. I do. I'm I'm at 300 and some now. 315, I think. Yeah. And I, I, well, we just got through one. Oh, so yeah. that takes me down one. So that's good. Do we want to pour out some of this very fine rare? Let it, uh, yeah, yeah, let's let it breathe a little bit. Let it breathe. And I just love the sturdiness of these new bottles. I really they do. They look mm-hmm. really good. And they're just sturdy. Now, the one thing I will say about these very fine rares is they are the 90.4 proof that is uh, pretty standard for Woodford Reserve releases. Um, obviously their batch proof is not that way, but most of their releases are 90.4 proof. Yours is the, uh, P glass. Oh, perfect. And by P glass, I mean the glass that has the P on it, not full oh, of P. Son of a bitch. I was hoping it was full of P. Yeah, fair. Um, and then yours, Tyler, is the Middle West Spirits glass. Mm-hmm. Do we want to just turn this into another Very Fine Rare Bottle Kill episode? God, no. No. <laughs> that was probably the worst hangover I've ever had in my life. That's the worst one I've had in a long time. I don't know that I've ever had one as bad as I did that day. I still remember when we went on that Sitzel Weller tour the next day, and they gave us our first glass to, to taste along the tour. I was looking at you guys to drink first, because I did not know if I could handle it. It's feeling real fucking rough. And that was honestly probably my first hair of the dog experience ever. Like, really? honestly. Yeah. I've never, I've, whenever I've been hungover in the past, I've never <laughs> felt like drinking the next day to Jesus make it feel Christ. better. What? It's a 90.4 proof. You're fine. And when else are you going to have that? Like, yeah, you're not going to open yours. <laughs> it's half gone. Is it really? Your very fine rare is half gone. Yeah. You are so full of shit. Yes, it is. I'll take a picture of when I, when I get home. I expect that you to got be high voice to the there. You're like, yes, it is. Right. Yes, it That's is. the lying high and pitch. And if it's not, <laughs> if it's not half full. I'm going to drink it till it's half full, and, <laughs> and then, then to the picture. To the picture <laughs> tonight. tonight. <laughs> I'm leaving a little he bit. Might, he might call in sick tomorrow. Yeah. In each one of those. Oh my god, the nose on this. Fuck. Now I've. <sighs> I don't know that I've had standard Woodford Reserve bourbon. I've only had their double oak. And double double and all their other. Before. I don't know that That's I've ever stupid. had. No, I, I don't think I have. At some point in your life, I you've don't had think regular I've had Woodford. Regular, I, I can tell you for ninety nine percent sure fact, I've never had standard Woodford Reserve. Silly. Maybe in a cocktail, but that's not going to stand out. Yeah. Um. But I've never had it neat. I I know that for sure. I don't know. No, because I've always bought double oaked, and I've got double double. I've got a whole bunch of other things in there that are not standard. I've never owned the standard. I own their standard rye. But I've never owned their standard Woodford they have Reserve. A rye? Yeah, oh, that's what we bought for one. the no. That's what we bought for the Full Belly Blogger and uh, Jesse Hubbard episode oh, where we right. made our drinks. You're right. It's the only reason I have it. Yeah. Do you get it? The people schnoz. Uh, I have fucking friend requested you assholes. All right. Don't forget the friend request bourbon. Ah, uh, uh, yes, you are correct. Jackass. And so uni- and <clears throat> coordination apparel. So Saturday we went to knows this real quick while you're telling um, your story. We got up. Went to Bristol. We were originally go, going good. to go to Lindy's brunch. The sweet oak or something. 
It's something very sweet, sweet. leather, maybe. Yeah, sweet leather. It's very sweet, but it's the it's, sweet leather. It's I don't want to say it almost this. has like a nail polish smell to it, but You're not in an ethanol, high. but not in an ethanol way. More like an acetone way. Should I get out my uh, sensory kit and let you smell what nail polish actually smells like? Because there's some in there. Kind of. Get it out. Seriously? No. I don't have time for that. Um, anyway. You don't have time for me to unscrew a vial and yeah, put it into your nails. Right. So we were going to go to Lindy's for brunch. Um, then we decided last second to switch it up and go to Bristol Republic. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which was They're good. out Did fucking they still have their buffet? standing. No. So it's all but from the menu. Their now. their buffet was usually Sundays only, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. It may have been. Did you not? But go on we Sunday? went on Saturday, oh, so okay. that's the only thing that I I'm not 100 percent sure. But I, I I would just assume that in the last year or so they said no to the buffet. Well, Dirt Dutchman's back to buffet. Oh really? Full on buffet now. Okay, but anyway, like fuck, was their food good? And they have a great bourbon selection. Great bourbon oh, selection. Speaking of great bourbon selection, I've never seen anything like this. I went to Fado on Sunday for brunch, and we just wanted to try something different. Yeah. And holy shit, I'm walking out. I didn't even look on the way in, because it's like an Irish pub. So I was like, I'm, you know. Yeah. I'm Irish look- whiskey. So think. you go into the second room. If you've ever been to Fado, they have their main dining area. I've only been in the one in Easton. Okay. But it's been a while. Okay. So so I w- they have a main dining area, and then they have like an, it's like a half, like they could open up garage doors type of thing. It's like a half covered patio. Yeah. Um. But like it was closed when I was there because sure. it was ninety degrees outside. Yeah. Um. So it was more an extension of the indoors than it was the patio, and they have an external patio as well. But in that room, they have a secondary bar, and that bar is all bourbon. And I bet you. Now it was funny because <laughs> Brylan and I, I'm on the way out, and I'm walking past, and I stopped and I looked over and I was like, "Holy shit! I haven't seen that kind of a collection at a regular bar that wasn't a bourbon bar." Ever. Yeah. And Brylan looks and he's like, he goes, he goes, I find it so funny that we'll go to a bar and they don't have as many bottles of bourbon as you do. And <laughs> I'm like, fucking bar would. Well, that's fair. But like, you know, like Opa or yeah. something will. Yeah. Prohibition, places like that would. Um, so Prohibition doesn't. They don't? No. Really? I wasn't impressed the last time I went there. Oh, interesting. Um, the one, uh, Century Bar is ridiculous. Yeah. You guys missed out when you didn't go with yeah. them there. Um, but I, I, I looked over and I will say the one thing they did, they did have was some really cool bottles. They had Russell's 13. They had a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then as I'm walking out, he's talking to me. I talked to the guy. I introduced myself. He gives me his card and he listens to the, to the podcast. No shit. No fucking way. So I was like, oh yeah. I've- we got a little fanboy outside. Some guy was like, are you guys the bourbon hunters with dude? Who said that? I said, one of your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? That's he's funny. like, are you like on it today? Or are you regulars? We're like, we're co-hosts. Oh, was it the he, guy down there, blonde the corgi. Hair? He's walking his corgi. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. He's probably high. <laughs> Good for him. No. Right? It's better than No, I don't know if he is or yeah. isn't. I, I, uh, he's, he is high I always life. joke around about it because I feel like, uh, you know, um, he's got this little green glow-in-the-dark uh, leash for his dog. Uh, it's got like lights on it. It's not glow-in-the-dark. It's actually lit up. Lit up. And uh, so, like, for it's me... not the only thing lit up. No, the only thing... I think I just think it's funny because it, it means nothing. Like, it has no direct correlation. But to me, it translates to, oh, he must be a stoner. <laughs> I don't know why. He has yeah. black lights in college I no, and shit. I, I have no idea why. But for me, that's how it that's how it hits. But it's probably not true. I just... I think it's funny. And whether he is or he isn't, I don't care. But uh, anyway, so... 
we're talking and I was like, he goes, Oh, do you like bourbon? I was like, Oh yeah. I said, I have a podcast. I, we, he goes, Oh really? What podcast? I said, all the bourbon hunters. He goes, Oh yeah. And so, and I start talking to him and he gives me his card. I was like, Oh, I'm dude, by the way. He goes, Oh, you're dude. And, uh, so he like must listen a little bit at least. And, uh, so I thought that was kind of neat, but the cool thing was, is I'm walking out with, you know, he's walking me out as I'm walking out. Um, and I look over to the left He's got this, there's like a, a bookshelf thing that has like glass front to it. Yeah. All the pappies, the last four birthday bourbons. Jesus Elmer T. Lee, all unopened. Huh. And Are they goes, for and, sale or just show? And I just looked at him, at them, not him, but at the bottles. And I'm Wait like, I'm like, wow. He goes, yeah. He's like, I'm thinking about having special events for different ones of those and having like private events, having people in, and we do a tasting of something, like maybe a flight of the birthday bourbons. And That'd be a cool idea. So, like, I was like, well, I'll email you here in the next couple of days, and, and, you know, if you guys ever want to do something like that or, you know, want us to lead you through, you know, one of those tastings or something like that. Um, but he, like, he was really cool. He was a nice guy, super, like, humble guy. He was, yeah. I think he was the yeah. manager of the place. Nice. Um, but I just told, I told him how I just finished my executive bourbon steward thing and he, you know, thought that was pretty cool. And nice. so I, it was total happenstance. Like we weren't going to go there. Trina was like, yeah, let's go somewhere different. I love their food. I love do too. It. No, I, I haven't I, been for brunch, but I love their, their brunch was okay. Yes. Um, I just got a burger. Sure. Because they're br- a fucking burger. <laughs> Listen, God. burgers, not brunch to me. Unless, Listen, brunch is a combination of breakfast and or and or lunch. If you put an so, egg on your on. burger, <laughs> then it's brunch. <laughs> they asked if I wanted an egg, and I said yeah, no. Then it's brunch. But but here's the thing. So like, Trina got the bananas Foster's crepes, okay, which were fucking phenomenal. Sounds good. Yeah. And because she got that, you always like, go with something else. Well, so you can... we always do sweet and like uh, savory, savory. Julian and I will do the same thing. But here's the here's the other thing is that like nothing else on the menu really jumped out at me that day, and by the time we went there it was like noon, mm. so like it was it was kind of borderline brunch lunch time anyway. So I was just like, yeah, I feel like a burger, and um, and I wanted to just kind of see because their burger was a double patty burger, and it was a good just regular burger. Smash there was, patty thing. There was nothing special about it like the pearl. Yeah, but it was just a good burger. It yeah. was just cooked well. It was just it was just good. Nice. But there was no like little gotcha, like the cheese uh, and the tomato jam over it. Uh I mean, you know what I mean? It was just a good yeah. burger. So nice. Um what do you guys been up to? Oh, you missed last week, right? Because we had to do an early recording because we did the barrel pick at Middle West Spirits. Yeah. We yeah. we did that trip to Kentucky on the Bourbon Trail. Nice. That's you know, probably the most interesting thing I've done. Um, that was what a week ago now. Have you taken a drink? Oh, I've been drinking a couple of them. It's fucking delicious. Have you? I get that same smooth, buttery finish on this. Um, great mouthfeel. Some a little bit. It's lower proof, obviously. Yeah, but but it's it drinks like water. Some of that oak leather comes through a little bit from the age. Here's the thing that I like about it it is is you get a fruitiness to it, or almost a little bit of a floral. Almost all these have like a cherry. Yeah, and then maybe that's a Woodford thing, and that's yeah. what I, that's what I was about to say earlier when I said I've never really had just their standard Woodford. I don't know if because you know how like I know they're still Brown Foreman like Old Forester and mm-hmm. like Jack Daniels, but Old Forester has a you know typical banana flavor to it. This everything I've had today seems to have a pretty strong cherry 
note to it. And I don't know I if that's their standard. I don't know because that's uh, what I'm saying. Normally I have double oak and that's more like dessert. That is very much And then double double oak is like a desserty oaky kind of flavor. And everything else I've had has been like, you know, four grain or, you know, just a finished, you know, brandy cask type finish, stuff like that. And when we did this, I was so drunk that night. Right. I'm From I starting with the stag, then going to the green label, Heaven Hill, and then going then, to this, we finished with this. So we and, were already pretty, pretty buzzed. And your palate's pretty fucked at that point. It was, but I remember really enjoying this. I do too, but I don't think we could appreciate it as no, much as we do right now. This probably is going to be <clears throat> my next bottle kill. I'll probably drink this for a week. <laughs> and for real? Yeah, yeah. probably. Because I've got two more back. I kicked myself in the ass for not getting a second one. Well, I've got two more back, so I'm not going to feel bad if yeah. I finish this one. Um, I'll be sure to come over when you're ready to kill it. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like, I'd like to, what I'll probably do is let it sit like this for a week and then start drinking it just yeah. to see if it's changed a little bit. Um, but no, this is good. I, and what I think is really neat about this is there's floral notes to it. There's a strong oaky note to it. Um, and when they, when they did this, I think one of the things that they said was this was like a mixture or a blend or a mingle or whatever you want to call it. They try not to say blend, but a mingle of new bourbons with bourbons that were originally uh created the year or barreled the year that uh their their new master distillery yeah over, yeah and so it's so, like the youngest one 17 years i think or 16? no the young the oldest one oh okay. the youngest one was like two or three years i think oh i didn't realize that so they wanted to they wanted to offset some of the oak notes with some floral new okay. youthy type thing and so they did a really good job in my opinion of mingling the barrels oh, yeah. to get a nice, really complex flavor profile. Because you get a lot of age in this, but you also get a lot of youth in this, which is really interesting. I don't know that I've ever had that, you know, uh, wide of a complex, like, maturity profile. You know, and that's a great question for you. I've, I've never thought about this till this moment, and you did your executive stewardship. But say you're making a blend like this, or whatever you want to call it. How much are they taking? Are they taking, like, equal parts like i'm gonna mix one ounce of this and one ounce of this or they just start fucking dumping barrels no and they're like they, sorry jim it, dump another barrel till we get it it's completely these blenders or, or these um master tasters or whatever you want to call them are so good that a lot of them can do it by guesswork by sampling barrel six and, and they barrel know that 22. they know that it needs a little bit of this and a little bit of that and they're going to end up with this okay now i don't know if that's the case in a lot of places they probably are a little more scientific where they'll take you know uh, a craft's probably not the right word but maybe like a, a decent you know glass of yeah. one barrel and another barrel and another barrel and then they start mixing and matching well, until they get the percentages like the way they want down and then they you know proof it down well that's the other thing too is that yeah these you, you know when you're doing them out of the barrels it's batch proof it's unfiltered uncut right and then so what do they filter that little bit i, I have that no stuff, idea I, that's I, again I, I don't know about. either i don't know either that's something we should probably get on and start talking to you know we had greg Betts on he talked about batching stuff we should have talked but we didn't think about those we, questions then. yeah I mean, I've literally never thought of that question until just right well, now. Well, if we get Jackie on, we can ask her I was stuff like say that. Because like, she, Jackie. that's one of her things is she... Proofs down and blends. Well, I don't know if she proofs down, but like she, she mingles barrels and she comes up with these yeah. taste profiles. And, you know, I don't know how much she has a hand in like, say, the birthday bourbons and stuff, but I'm pretty sure she was the one who did the 117 series. Yep. So, I mean, you know, that kind of thing would be interesting to get a, 
a perspective on you Absolutely. know how they how they do that. Um, but if I'm even able to not be geeked out, the the stories I've heard, like the legends of like. Well, she's, that's, a, she's, that's a huge distillery, obviously. She has a, a huge well urban known. legend about where she was able to do a blind flight of vodka and pick out the different uh, brands. That's crazy. Yeah. Vodka. I believe it was you that told me that women have a more sensitive nose and like Yeah, taste supposedly. Well. I mean, I don't... I They're mean, just more sensitive in general. I think that's... Yeah, a, absolutely. <laughs> that's a general rule. I'm that sure there's exceptions. <laughs> That was Tyler. The Hate mail goes to Tyler Schaefer 04. <laughs> Tyler Schaefer, do not get so late. <laughs> Ty Schaefer 04. Send all hate mail directly. I would be surprised if there's more than two females listening to this. And those, oh, there's, those, e- there's, there's two females. There's easily left. three. No, my buddy's wife was listening to it the other day. She was like, I heard you mention D&D. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, then there's four because your wife listens. No, she doesn't. When it, She texts me all the time about the episodes and, <sighs> and other she, things. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. She, doesn't she does. Listen. She doesn't listen. She listens. I know no, a especially. guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. You can imagine. You'll see, but you, know, but you can imagine. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so I know I'm about to like revisit some of these. I know I've got these go all sitting through, side by side by same. side now. Um, but I think the more and more I drink of the very fine rare, the more I feel like it open it like it's yeah the complexity like. Well, I think the other one expands. The, the other two it. are are pretty. Heavy in the ethanol. They I mean, are. not not so much the older batch proof, but definitely. Well, but, but it definitely was too, it, though. Yes. Mine was too, for sure, for sure. Um, but this was just so much lower, but still expressed so much flavor. Yeah, yeah. That you're did. like, Ugh. it had, and that's the. I think that was the original beef with the announcement of this one. The very fine rare was that it was ninety point four, and everyone was like, "What the fuck." 90.4, why is everything 90.4? But when you I think taste hit this... the nail on the head. Yeah, like when you taste this, I, I honestly think that 90.4 is probably the way this is the best expression it probably could have been. I agree. And I, they, you know, maybe they proofed it all down to 90.4 before they mingled them. I don't know. I, but nothing I'll tell above you what, 100 this is, for this, I think. This, this is, is outstanding. Is. I agree. I mean, it might have been good at 102. But I don't think anything above different, that would have been too much. It might have been a different mingling if they yeah. did 100 proof. Who knows? Um, but this is, I mean, it's really, really good. And it, it's its balanced, it's complex, it's um, its mellow, and I think that comes down to the 90 proof, you know? Agree. But it's its good. Like, I, this is something I could sip on all night. And, mm-hmm. you know, probably, as we found out in December, would sneak up on you and, and give you a nice little, you know, buzz. But I don't think you'd realize it as you're drinking it that you're going to get buzzed. Because it's it it there's no there's no ethanol finish. If you're into well, there may be if you're not into you know if you're not into that kind of stuff. But like if for us since we're into cast strength the bourbons or barrel strength or whatever, this doesn't taste very strong at all. Did you learn anything about that of why some people call it cask versus why some call it well, barrel? Yeah, I mean, just personal no, preference. There's, there's no reason why the the so. The reason why you can have both is there's no legal definition for cast strength, barrel strength, anything like that. So that's just a marketing term. Some people okay. like the word, the phrase barrel strength. Some like cask strength. Some like whatever else is used out there. Curious more than barrel, proof. barrel proof. Yeah. Um, but it's so there's no legal definition for small batch. There's no le- legal definition even for single barrel. So technically, technically, you could have two barrels and still call it a single barrel if you wanted to. Like that someone, Lux Row, that's technically a small batch. The 12? Someone, yeah. Someone could 
potentially sue you if they found out you were misleading the you know the the mm-hmm. uh, public. But there's no legal definition of what a single barrel is. Like the TTB is not going to say you can't call it a single barrel if you have two so, barrels in there. So, question: When OHLQ does single barrel picks, I mean that's all over the state. Like, what is what are they what are they getting? Well, if you think 40 about it, barrels of Elijah no, Craig, they're getting they're getting five barrels, and they're labeled number one, one number two, two, number three, yeah, number four, number that's five. True. But here's the thing: they're 94 proof, so they're getting probably 200 bottles out of each one. 200 still, divided by six is what? But still, like, we walked, we walked because that's in, a case size. Well, oh, 12, oh, oh. maybe even 12 for Elijah. I was Craig. thinking like how many counties? Actually, are I in think Ohio. it's 12. So like there might only be 10 shops that get the Elijah Craig around Ohio, and then the next week, or maybe maybe this week, 10 shops get one, and 10 shops get two, and 10 shops get three. I mean, sure. I've only seen four and five. I haven't seen I have one, two, and three. Four. So I ha- and I have four and five. I have both of those, but I don't have one, Stop two, and three. Stop violating his dog, please. <laughs> I don't have one, two, and three, and yeah, I haven't I, seen them. Yeah, so I haven't either. I have four, and that's. It's but that's the thing, good. Tyler. Like I don't, I don't. They're true single barrels. I don't think sure. anyone's violating that trust. But small batch from Jim Beam could be a hundred barrels. Yeah. Small batch from, so you know, we, uh, small batch from out, Wilderness Trail might be three barrels. Have have we figured out, I mean, there there might be a thousand barrels in a small batch or a hundred barrels in a small batch. Have right. we figured out how they, I mean, it's not a hundred barrels in one, you know, mixing pot. It would, it could only be as much as that can hold. But you might have some that's left over from previous, like they might, you know, whenever they barrel it, they might, you know, drain it three quarters of the way then fill it with like solar others type. yes I yeah i'm I impressed they can keep things consistent if you, you really you, think about you, it that's the but amazing that's, thing to yeah me. so my my point is there is you couldn't have a hundred barrel small batch you could but you couldn't have a hundred barrels in something that's only 500 and uh well no, that's five thousand three hundred gallons so what they talked about they might we, have multiple uh bats have, that share and pump between each other or something. But I think too, know. like at Lux Row, they told us they pick in an X pattern yeah. to keep things consistent. That's because they don't rotate their barrels. Right. But places probably do that stuff too, and they know like a couple barrels from here, 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 they're gonna provide like a consistent. They're going or, to be very profile. close right away yeah. to yeah. that profile. They have some outliers. But here's the other thing too, like Buffalo Trace, at least they claim that they don't do the X pattern, they do, okay, you know, uh, they use the top two uh, uh, floors for benchmark. And then they use the middle floors for Eagle Rare and Buffalo Trace. And then they use the bottom floors for like Pappy and whatever. You know, so like all those, so they do that. And I, they probably use an X pattern horizontally as opposed to vertically. Yeah, that makes sense. So like, they've got to mingle theirs too because those are all those are all batched. Whether they're small batch or not, they're batched. So that's the thing. Like uh, you know, I I don't know how they get that consistency. To be honest, I have yeah. no idea. They'd have to be. They have to know that most of the time, putting the barrels from these locations are going to provide this taste profile. And there's years of and years behind it. And who knows? Back in the seventies, sixties, fifties. It may not have been consistent. You might have had one Elijah Craig small batch, and the next Elijah Craig small batch might have tasted completely different. You have no... I I don't know. I wasn't alive back then, so I have no idea how consistent it was. You're pretty old. drinking back then. I am pretty damn old. 
But yeah, so the other thing that I learned was, yeah, small batch is not a legally defined thing. Um, barrel proof is technically not a legally defined thing either. Um, and you'll notice that, like cask strength, uh, Ezra Brooks, they're not all coming out of the damn barrel at 120 proof exactly. Right. Does barrel proof but have a threshold, But they call them cask though? strength, and they're 120 proof. A, a lower end threshold, it has to be at least 110. It has to be at least 117. No, there's no legal definition. If it okay. came out of the barrel at 105 90. or 90, yeah. then... and it they could call still it, be a barrel yeah, proof. it could be barrel proof. Why not? So, I mean, now the one thing they could do is cask strength doesn't have to be... Uh, single barrel. I mean, just yeah, look at Elijah, Elijah Craig. Elijah Craig is not a single, single barrel. barrel. It's blended. Elijah Craig is a batched, it's a small batch barrel proof, barrel strength or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, you know, that the batch is the B, you know, 121 mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like, or B521, I should say. But do they say how many barrels are in that? They don't say, and they don't have to say. Yeah. I mean, some people say it. Some people will actually put on there, like, for example, that uh, Lux Row 12, it tells you which two barrels are on yeah. there. Which I think that is so cool. That's cool. That is such a and cool like thing And like the Remus, Re- Remus Repeal, they tell you which four, well, I, they may not and tell you how many barrels. The Lux Row. They may not tell you how many barrels, but they tell you which the four, uh, they may tell you which, I don't remember. But but like it's a mixture of four different batches at least. That would even be, that's so hard to me to say. Here's four barrels. I mean, you might be picking from twenty and to say, hey, the, here's four barrels. Let's let's combine them to get this. That's what profile. I mean. These guys have been doing it for so long. I think that's part of the art, is they know how this flavor and this flavor are going to react together. But you know, I don't know if it's a hundred percent accurate. Like I don't know how well they do with that. If they be if they're like, oh shit, yeah, we. We're a little off here. We still need to add something to it. Yeah, that's the part I don't know. And like uh, of the large distilleries, you know, Maker's Mark's the only one that still, you know, hand rotates all of their barrels. Sounds awful too. And so, you know, you'll have... their. they said Woodford was doing some hand... Because they showed... No, they said Maker's Mark was the only one that still does it of the large distilleries. Okay. I forget what I'm thinking of Woodford then when they showed us. Maybe it was like them hand rolling the barrels down that like rail... Thing to that I think a lot houses. of them do that because Buffalo Trace still does that. Um, Smashing fingers. Ugh. Well, that's one of the reasons why they've switched. Some places have switched to pallet. Yeah, style. and you can't blame people. And it's easier to rotate them in that way if yeah. you want to do it. But the they do say one thing I learned this weekend is that it you'll still get a good product out of it. You 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 can I should say you you won't always get a good product. But like Middle West Spirits uses pallet style mm-hmm. storage, but. Their stuff's the, terrible, I'm kidding, obviously. <laughs> Joke. Fucking great. One thing that, that they did talk about is everyone talks about the mash bill, the yeast strain, and the barrel influence. The yeast seems to be like the big secret point. Like it they'll is. tell that, you no one shares what their yeast yeah. strain is. No one no one does except for the fact that it's a huge outlier in the outcome. Oh, I, absolutely. I think it is. the yeast strain definitely affects the the flavor profile to a degree. However, Everyone agrees that the barrel imparts the most flavor of anything. Mash bill, yeast, all that stuff, barrel's the highest. That's what everyone agrees to. The one thing that the guy that I talked to, or that, that gave my class this weekend said it, that no one talks about, that is probably just as, just as important as the barrel itself, and this is why you get different flavor profiles out of Texas... And this is why the smaller barrels, they mature quicker to some degree 
but in other other degrees they don't, and it's oxidation. So like, and that's why vertically storing your barrels, you get less surface area in contact with the oxygen. That makes sense. And so like when they're stored sideways, there's a bigger surface area. It's a area bigger surface area. Yeah, the oxygen in contact with the oxygen. So would you say it evaporates more when it's horizontal? Uh, I don't know that it does or doesn't. I think it. I think there is a difference between the two. But the surface area is always going to be greater when it's on its side. Right. And supposedly, this guy claimed, and, and that's kind of what they do. They, did a, they, they teach people in the industry how to distill. They teach people a lot of stuff. Now, that's not what I learned because I was just there for the executive bourbon steward thing, not for the distilling class. Right. That's like a five-day class. Damn. But they said that the one thing that no one really talks about but everyone knows if they're distilling is that oxidation is probably one of the largest contributors to the flavor. So it's sitting there oxidizing it. Of course it's going into the barrel, pulling out the sugars, all that stuff. Uh, it's being filtered out through the char and getting to the toast layer, pulling in the sugars from the toast layer. But then the oxidation, that reaction to the oxygen and the way that it's uh, evaporating and things like that has a huge impact on the flavor. That makes so much sense in my mind because, so lakes versus oceans, why are oceans salty and lakes aren't? Because oceans are so big and evaporates faster and all of that stuff was what it has to do with. So there's way more evaporation with something on its side, bigger surface area versus standing vertical. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's lake versus I, ocean. Yeah, kind of. I mean. There's also just not salt water in lakes. But initially, how did it become salty, the oceans? Do you think God dumped a bunch of salt in there with a salt shaker? <sighs> like, you're talking thousands, would, not thousands, millions of years, right? But it has to do with how fast things evaporate in the ocean. I have no idea. Yeah. We learned I'm, about that I'm in gonna, physical science I'm back in the day. I'm going to trust you on this one. I don't remember that part yeah. of it. That was, but let's go back and revisit these. Um, I have decided I, Tyler's is my least favorite. Sorry, homie. 100%. Um, I mean revisit by drinking them again. No, I did. I've, oh, I've yes. been. I've yes. been revisiting. I'm We've go been behind. done doing that. So I went back through them. Tyler's was my least favorite. I think because of it's so ethanol heavy. Yeah. The mouthfeel is my favorite because I get the tongue coating out of it. Um, it's it's very like oily I, and I all that I still get the stuff. cherry in mine. I, I do. Yeah. And agreed. the ethanol is there. Jumping from the very fine rare to this one. The, the very is fine there. rare. The mouthfeel is, is, is the, the best like, all around for me. The mouthfeel, it's, it's non-existent. It's, it's, it's just kind of like quick. Yeah. Gone. Yes. But I think the, the coats flavor. The tongue okay. Nah. His coats the tongue more yeah. than the very fine rare. Oh, yeah. I think of mine, or of all three, the very fine rare coats the tongue the least. But I think yes. they all have a good tongue coating. They yeah. do, but it coats it the least. It's a heavier oil, I guess, whatever you want to call it on Tyler's. Yeah. But it's still my least favorite of the three because the yeah. ethanol is so heavy on it. Yeah. So for me, I mean, 128 so here's is the pretty thing. fucking high. Yeah, but here's the thing about Tyler's. I think... You don't think so? I don't... It, it, what the fuck's high for you I if 128 say, isn't? But I would say that... We've had some 125... Like, ours is what, like, a, like 125 fucking, and it drinks like a freaking 100. Yeah. I mean, it's a unicorn. But here's... <laughs> it, I, I agree. I really do. I'm not being funny or cheeky at all. That What I will say is that Tyler's, I really enjoy front of the tongue, middle of the tongue. As soon as it gets to the back of the tongue... The ethanol hits you hard, it does. and it finishes and stays in your in your throat and chest for a long time. But I enjoy the very very beginning in the middle, like when it first hits my tongue and goes to the back. 
I'm enjoying all of it. And then it's like all this ethanol hits me. Yeah. So like it finishes ethanol strong. Not not rice by strong, but ethanol strong. Yeah. Mine, the the one that's a the older batch proof, which I think it's the 2019. Um mine does that too, but it's not as heavy. The ethanol finish isn't as punch you in the yeah. freaking Adam's apple. It's strong. a lot lower. No, I shouldn't say a lot lower. It is lower proof. Yeah, like five, a, five points. That's like two and a half percent. But they're both really cherry front, cherry forward. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they both have like a start of some complexity, but then Tyler's complexity disappears with the ethanol. With the ethanol. Like it, it's almost like it's spoiling that possible complexity and that blooming in your, in your, um, in your tongue or your mouth or your throat, the I, I do like it, but it does finish pretty hot. Sure. Um, my batch proof, the one, the twenty nineteen, it does the same, but it's not nearly as like um, it's not nearly as hard on the ethanol. It's not as robust on the ethanol. Yeah. I don't think there's that much difference between the two, other than the ethanol finish. Honestly, like I just did another drink of the 2019 and it sat there on my tongue, coated it well. I drank it. It's not sitting there blooming in my chest. You think so? Yeah. In the flavor? Big difference. In the flavor or just the finish? Because the finish is where I think the difference comes. And and your finish is very Uh, ethanol heavy. I would say the flavor a little bit as well. I mean, to an extent. I would. Love to see how they would stack up if that bottle had been open for a year. Yours, yeah, yeah. Now, see, I just took another drink of yours, and the cherry is very, very prominent. It's it's a good front flavor, mid flavor, so and then it just it's still I've been, sitting. In my I've chest. been having I've been having that with like a single small ice cube, mm-hmm. and it's just fucking fantastic. Well, I Amazing. Bet. Now here's here's the other thing we talked about in my classes last weekend, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like, poo-poo. gaslight or whatever that I took that class, but it, but it was interesting because I it's just learned I just learned a whole bunch of stuff, so yeah, it's in fresh in my mind, absolutely. And one of the things the guy mentioned that I thought was really interesting is he was talking about you know the the tasters, the blenders, the whatever, and their last decision is what proof it goes into the bottle. So like they're tasting it, they taste it cask strength, they'll maybe even taste it 40 proof just to kind of see if there's any impurities there. But their last decision before it goes live is what it's going to go in the bottle as, proof-wise. Yeah. And that to me, that just hit, for whatever reason, that hit me pretty hard, like thinking, yeah. And then I started thinking about our previous episode with the Lux Rose. That's what I was going to say. You didn't listen to it, guaranteed, and you didn't experience it, but Uh there was something at Lux Rose that we tasted. Well, I know the grass. Well, but not yeah. but not only that though. My point is is that all the cask strength Ezra Brooks are one twenty. All the cask strengths rebels are one twenty. What the what the what is that bullshit? Because you're you're telling me that every one of your barrel strengths are best suited at one twenty. Elijah Craig doesn't do that with their barrel proofs. One year it's a one eighteen. One year it's a one thirty five. One year it's a one twenty something because that's where it tastes best. So I agree so, with you. So my point is is. That's the last decision. I feel like the Ezra Brooks, and, and again, I love Lux Row, 
I love almost all of their expressions. The Davis County is probably my least favorite because it's the Finnish stuff, and I'm not a huge Finnish guy. But the thing that I think is... Uh-huh. The, the thing... <laughs> The thing that uh, I think Truth hits all us, right? The thing that <laughs> that cracks me up about that is they're they're. I feel like they're making a lazy marketing decision or a lazy decision somewhere, so that they can just pump them out at one twenty or at one thirteen with the distillers collection. So what I say, and I'm going to respectfully disagree, and it's because you got to look at the market as a whole. The three of us want them proved to the best taste point. And there's a lot of our listeners that want that, but how many people in general in the whole United States that are buying bourbon that that just wanted to say like, oh, 120 proof that aren't enthusiasts? I would say I would say that only enthusiasts are enjoying bourbon strength or uh, barrel, strength barrel strength and, and cast strength. I don't I, I don't know that that's true. Who who else would want barrel strength? I remember being in college and buying Everclear. Oh, a, a, a but, lot of people. But did you to, drink it straight? Um, no, no. Well, it looked like I was funny and try and breathe fire once, but yeah. But my point is, is you, if you were drinking it for enjoyment, you weren't drinking it neat. Just like I used to buy rum one fifty one, but a lot of people but put why ice did in I all buy of it? So I, people put ice. I in agree Weller. with that. I but agree with that. Your um, bourbon, your way. I'm not going to complain about that, right? I, so, so the the conversation I had over the weekend is we were trying some some different uh, rye. So uh, at my neighbor's house is I. For the most part, only drink bourbon neat. Cask strength. No neat. If I'm, if I'm, if I want the taste. So I always. Drink I it neat. so on my nightly I don't basis. Outside, when it's hot out, I'll throw a cube in and take it outside with me. Like so, day. on a nightly basis, I come home. I want to drink. I only put one cube in. To it's it's a very minimal. Is it like chill. a square cube, like a bigger it's, or no, like just a regular. Like, like a regular ice it's cube, like, like, fridge, like an ellipse. Yeah, it's a, like it's a, a regular, regular ice cube. Yes, but it's fridge. only it's only one. Um, it's a heavier pour. You know, it's probably a two pour. Half crescent. That's what uh, I was looking for. And I and I put it in there, but I almost always do that. I I never drink neat unless I'm trying the bourbon for the first time. Really? Or I'm doing yes, and that's fine. That's you're allowed because it's. it's I just, always drink neat. At that point, at that point, I'm just I'm trying to. For the most part, I'm just trying to drink in a sad, not in a sad way, but... No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> He's like, Listen, I hate my life. I just want to get drunk. No, no but like... End of the day, I, it's been I a wanna, rough day. I wanna, like, you're taking I wanna the edge finish, off. I want to finish yeah. my drink. I don't want to I don't want to sit there with a rocks glass uh, with a two or three finger pour and just sit on it for like 45 minutes. I don't like, like a lot of when water. When you put your fucking... Stuff. Six month old child to bed, you're like, but that's a, see, that's the difference between you and me. The difference between you and me is I, I drink my bourbon neat every night same. because but, it to me, I, I do want to sit on it for a half hour because that's the reminder for me to slow down at the end of a long day, the end of a long week, the end of a hectic day. Yeah, that's my reminder to slow down. And if I pour, if I put a piece of ice in my bourbon. It's going to water it down. I'm going to drink it faster. It's not going to make me think slow down. It's going to make me think, oh, this is really refreshing. I want to just keep drinking it. And and I'm a guzzler. Like any of my other drinks, I guzzle. Bourbon's the only thing I don't guzzle. Mm. And it and it and it's that. Now, like you said, if I'm doing something, if I'm going out and about, I'll take it in a Yeti. I'll put a big block of ice in it and I'll pour the 
you know, buffalo trace over it or maybe a cast drink so that it waters but, down. But but that's different because I'm going outside. I'm doing something for enjoyment. Yeah. I'm not, like, trying to and, slow down. I'm trying my, to enjoy And my myself. neighbor, Jimmy, had a good point of he actually likes the, uh, the bigger, you know, the cube because – he feels more surface it doesn't melt as fast exactly mm-hmm. and he feels that he can get a true taste of it the first three or four or five drinks yeah and then it kind of chills out which i i don't know the second the second that ice hits bourbon yeah, no it changes it to does me. It, no matter it, the here's the interesting area. thing for me and it was a happy accident my bourbon room is fucking frigid this was cold when I took a drink earlier. It's like it's yeah, frigid. It is. So like I don't. Did you ha- notice that? That's with the, the other fine rare. That shit was colder, and they may not be I now. Mean, obviously, I don't have. But it was to cold. Put it in. Pour. Put ice in it to cool it down. Yeah. I take it from down here. Take it up the, and it's a ten degree difference at least from. I meant it's to probably, say that earlier. It's probably fifteen twenty degree difference between my bourbon room. You and get condensation the, on it. No, I'm we're, only, we, we did that. Cold, we did that Saturday. No, Jimmy, that, that whole room is just it's Jimmy stabilized. brought his stabilized. bottle from his kitchen to outside, and it literally just fucking like. If I take my dripped. if I take my bottle from there to my from my bourbon room outside up and even up into my kitchen, it'll start yeah, condensation. That's what I'm saying. Did it condensate? Yeah, but I don't ever take them out of there. I come down there and condensate. Hey, I leave them in my room. I come down here and do my. Pours. Is that wrong? It's no, condense. It's condensate. Con- no, condense. Condensation. I don't know that it is condensed. I think it just condenses. I think it's condensate. No, is I don't think condensate's a word. I you may be right, but I don't think condense is right because condense by itself means something different. To condense? No. It means to no. get smaller, doesn't that's, it? That's that's literally what happens with water vapor. Condensation. Condensation, con- that's condensate. I think condense means something different. I, I think. think so. I, I could be wrong. You literal grammar people. So listen. Moving forward. I pour my glasses in my bourbon room. I don't bring my glass I don't bring my bottles upstairs. When I do, I've done it once or twice. When I do, there is condensation on the bottle. Your glasses chill if you think about it too. Well, sure. they're sitting in there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They, they chill as well. Like honestly, it, like it was a happy accident. Like I said, that room yeah, is so cold. I don't understand why. <laughs> His basement's always fucking I, cold. Well, my cold. This room is cold. Yeah. But you go in there. Great. If if you go in there after that, that uh, after my fake door has been uh, my little uh, bookshelf. Faux door. Yeah. If that bookshelf is shut, and you go in there from this room. We're in the basement now. You go in the, it drops five, 10 degrees. Yeah. It's weird. It. it is weird. Just and I don't even, are. I, I have a duct right there and I have freaking black mold right there. <gasps> you do. Yeah. I, I have to clean that up yeah. like soon. ASAP. Yeah. You might have to pull that trim down. I'm going to have to pull behind it. all of the drywall down and I think wrap the pipes because it's dripping and it's dripping and it's dripping. Sucks, I don't man. know if that's black mold, but it's definitely some sort of mold. I know. We're all going to die. Probably. All right. So let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's what do you guys think on uh we'll start with mine. So so let, let me just do it this way. If I had to rate these 1 2 3, I would say the very fine rare is my 1. My batch proof, I know these aren't exactly 1 to 1 apples. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh but it's all wood for reserve. So right. my, the very fine rare, I I if I were to to rate the very fine rare on its own, not in a blind. Did you get a three? <laughs> it would be like a, I'd say probably a 4.5. Repeating. 
And then um, the, but I would call it a hunt. I, I These are all hunts so for me. The, so I'll actually go a little bit lower than that. What? I think it's. You're allowed. I think it's. I think it's a four-one, and I wonder if the very fine, very rare would be best suited at too many berries. berries. What is a four point three for you? If that's a four point one, I'm just curious. Yeah, we're not doubting. Not judging. Not judging. I wonder how good that could be at hunter proof. You didn't answer my question though. What What to you that you have had? Is four point three. What or rates 4. higher 4. to you? Yes. Elijah Craig eighteen, probably. I agree. Uh, EC eighteen. I'm not, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm yeah. just. Saying, I just want to know that... what you've had that's better. Yeah, Elijah Craig eighteen. What, what else? Um, <laughs> yeah, on the spot. <laughs> I honestly love that. It's it's you love one what? of the very, very fine, fine rare. rare. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, that the very specific. I think it's the C19 uh, batch proof that I have Elijah from Craig. Elijah Craig. Um, I have an extra B21. No, it's only the C19 I that too. I think. I have two B21s. I do too. I if think the C19. One. I still haven't picked one of them up. The C19 blows them all out of the water. Okay. I don't agree with that. The other ones are Bs. I think the, the other ones a, are Bs. The C19 is my A120 an a. is my favorite of all time. No, your C19 was good, but no. I, the A120 I feel like was my 100% favorite. Hundred percent wrong. We'll we'll compare them. Let's blind those. That would be together. a let's good blind let's, to do. All those EC batch proofs. Oh, let's do that. Let's do let's that. Do Great. That. Let's do that. I only have so and, much and left, but that, I'm that so falls s- in perfect. We can talk about our Heaven Hill experience, experience. recently. Yeah, let's, I, let's do that next. It's it's not that I want another batch proof before i finish that I'm, bottle it said i don't know if i want that bottle to finish that's why i just was offering i have an extra I, one of of what the b21 yes. i can offer it to jeff as well i don't know if he wants it or not but i have an extra one all right maybe he'll trade we're, we're anyway, sorry, sorry you're right, right. Um, so how would you rate these same as all of us the I, very fine rare, the favorite i'm with you yes the easily 2019 second yes. the 2020 yes. Yes. or 2021 yes. or whatever but it is I, Third, I think that would be better if it was a higher proof. You think so? I, and I think that was its biggest beef. I think that was most people's biggest but beef. I, it's not that I wanted at 120 proof. No, or no I know, I know what you're saying, like, but like even just 100, 100 proof. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I just wonder. It'd be interesting I wonder to see. if if there was just a little bit of cut to it. It'd be interesting to see. A little bit see. of a cut to it. My guess is that they proofed it down and mingled it for this proof. That if you just took this exact mingle or blend and did it at a hundred, it wouldn't taste as good. Sure. That's my guess. But I bet you they could have done some sort of mingling to get it at a hundred proof and taste good sure. as well. And you can't fault them that at this proof versus a hundred. Well, ninety point four is their standard thing. Yeah, it, but you get what a hundred more bottles. Yeah, I mean, this is batch. You know it's I mean? not like it's a yeah. single barrel, but like it's it, a it's a batch. Yeah. But like you're right, you're there's an economic decision I, you, probably I will not fault anyone for that and then there's also a taste decision i i i don't i would it would be interesting to see what this tastes like at 100 proof mm-hmm. i agree i think this exact would, mingling yeah would be cool to see what it is at yeah, 100 proof that's that's boil it and get some no, no. <laughs> but it would be interesting also, I also just like watering down or you know icing down a 120 proof yeah i wish there was a way to 
do the reverse of that, of saying, right. hey, make I have a 90 stronger. proof. Can I make this 100 proof? Right. Just to see I don't the do that enough. I don't do that enough with cast strengths, barrel proofs, of putting ice in them. I don't ever do it. And the reason I, I need to. Always, the reason I, I don't is always. I always, I always want to taste it how they bottled it because but I feel like that's the first. artist. You don't you don't go look at the Mona Lisa and then start painting your own shit on it. I put a mustache you know what on I mean? her. But you know what I mean? No, you mean yeah, absolutely. Like, no, no, it's, no, it's, I, don't, almost I, don't, like a, I don't look at that in that way. I look at it as going to Hot Chicken Takeover and getting their chicken sandwich and then saying, ooh, if I slapped mac and cheese on this, how good would it be? Yeah, if I but, slapped mac and cheese and some fucking ranch on it, how would it be? But they serve it's, it with mac and cheese and ranch. On the flip not side, on, on, on that's like going sandwich. to Hyde Park and asking for A1 not, sauce. Um, it's, no, it's not. B- no, not even B- close. A- B- <laughs> not even close. A- B-A-B-A-R. That's two Bs. Well, not together. Bring that's your own I, ranch. That's what I thought you meant. Bring your own ranch. Does anyone know what movie that was? No. Hold on. B-A-B-A-R. Well, that's two Bs. Well, not together. That's what I thought you meant. No. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You're a loser. Mr. Babar. Moon River. Chevy no. Chase thing. back there, Doc? That's oh shit! That's Chevy Chase right there. I can tell you that, but I don't know which what the movie, movie is. It's Fletch. Oh, uh, is it Fletch? God, you guys like, are such I know losers. Chevy Chase in a heartbeat. First, my dad would call him Chevy Chase. Chevy. Chevy. Because he, he, dri- he drives Chevys. A, amazing actor. Well, he was. He was. And there was, was a reason he, he didn't when get he was high on show. coke. He was great. When he was not high on coke, he was okay. No, have you have you seen him in Community? Yeah, high on not high on coke. I fucking loved him. He in was that. okay in that. No. His role was perfect. Right. All those fuckers right. They were wrote high the role coke. around his personality as it is. Yes, it was. He didn't perfect. need to be on coke. That's my point. All the rest of his roles, he had to be on coke to be funny. Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, I do. Fix the null post. <laughs> well, let's do a Christmas vacation, like watching. Obviously, yes. oh fuck, let's yes. do that. It's we gonna... always, we always, hey, I we, always. You know what? Side we, note: We bring always... it. No, 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 no. We bring it to our trip. And it's on in the background while it's we're cool. doing our yeah. next our podcast on the yeah. yes, on the trip. It's, it's it's honestly my it's my favorite Christmas. I have a movie. list of movies. It is all my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Yeah. My second of all time. I've got a so, I've got a handful. So let's let let's so do this. Time real quick. Let's time end, on, time let's on, end, time like, on. We at work, I always <laughs> make fun of this one person and I call him Sounds like the, bullying. No, okay. I call him the like family vacation excuse person so you know in this the scene where the son you know he asks like his son to do something he's and like, he's like ah, gotta feed the hog yes. yeah so he goes through these excuses that you're like what the f-? like he's like gotta do the laundry gotta mow the lawn feed like, the hog is the best, feed the the hog. Is the best yeah. that's that's one of the guys i work with that's his excuse every night he he starts giving these excuses that are like what the fuck they don't even make sense, so I always like liken that to that, and it's 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 just fucking perfect. So let's talk top three Christmas movies of all time. All right, I'm I'm game with that, but can we set a standard? There's no what standard. Is, what you it's like? Your three favorite. Your three favorite. No standard. It doesn't matter. You don't have to fucking explain it. Just what are your three favorite? So. Do you need me to go first while you think about it? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. My first, my three are Christmas Vacation, and this is in order. Oh. Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, Elf. I, I like that. Fourth, fourth, if I had to do a fourth, 
Die Hard. I knew you were going to say Die Hard. I knew it. I like that you added that. You didn't include that in your top three, Yeah, but also wrong. Uh, <laughs> the but top also three wrong. you agree with. Top three, agree with, but also what's wrong. Your, what's your fourth? Um, the, what's your order then? So I would say Christmas Vacation. Um, I would say... Uh, You'd say Elf first, right? Next. So many good ones. <sighs> I'm going to say Elf is three. Oh, three. Okay, what's two? Um, what's two? I don't know which one, but I might put Santa Claus in there. The Santa Claus? I with, think so. With Tim uh, Allen. Tim, Tim Allen. Allen, yes. Okay. Um, but I also might do like... That's good. The traditional... It's not my top like, three, but it's yes. good. I, I might do traditional like drawing White of Christmas like... Christmas or like Wonderful Life or something like no, that. No, like... Uh, Rudolph. Red oh, the, the claymation ones? Yes. No, I love those yes, too. Yeah. But like love old, those. old, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. No, I love those, but the my top three are my top three. Yes. So, where I have a hard time setting a distinguishing so good. i know and this is, is my delicious. this is my argument argument in this what is the difference between a christmas movie and a movie that takes place over christmas same, same thing same batman thing. No takes place batman 2 get it right batman 2 batman is 2. a christmas movie it's a christmas yes, movie absolutely bullshit no, no it's it not a christmas, christmas movie. It's not die hard not a christmas movie. it's a christmas movie it, it is, is at a Christmas, Christmas party in. We will agree to disagree, but it's a Christmas it, movie, and they Christmas play Christmas movie. music yes. in the movie. Yeah, like how many songs? Two or three. You guys have both forgotten a great Christmas movie. Oh, you just had to look it up because I, I had too. to remember myself. You forgot it. I did too. He looked it up and said, <laughs> "You guys." Because <laughs> I have. Let so, me look it up. Let me look up. What? Now. what <laughs> so you can look up everything, <laughs> but one that it affects you personally. You know what I mean? Like Go I can tell it. you all kinds of stuff. Home Alone. Yes. It, it listen. So again, it is, is that a there, but it's Christmas movie three. or yeah. is no, it, it is a movie it's that It's a Christmas movie. I agree. I mom agree. comes home on Christmas Day. It's a Christmas movie. I agree. But that's also technically a movie that takes place at Christmas time. But Holy shit, what what so does Christmas, Christmas vacation? Movie, what Christmas movie isn't a, a movie that takes place over Christmas time. There's there's a there's a fine line where like the the what's whole... the difference between Christmas Vacation and Home Alone in that in those terms it, in those terms it centers around the holiday. So does Home Alone. I they're on a holiday vacation to Europe, but I, they leave I their agree. kid at home. I agree. He decorates but, for Christmas. Hey, hey, but here, here's the here's the so I that's agree. your definition. Die Hard. Die Hard does not. Die Hard is centered hard around a Christmas party. It's true. It's it's centered around it's a, a, a an office a Christmas party. Yes, but it's Speaking not. Speaking of which, Office Christmas Party. Great movie. You know what else is? Holy shit, it's a great movie. The and Night Jennifer, Before. Jennifer Aniston talking about... Do, oh, that's a good one, too. Night Before. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, it. it's so good. Fucking Gen- love and it. the more I watch it, the more I like it. Have you seen The Night Before? Seth Rogen. Uh, who's um, the black guy that plays the uh, the winged guy in the Marvel In the Marvel stuff. Um, and then also uh, the guy that plays the wanker. Yes, I know all these people. Don, I can't think Don of their names. Juan He was in movie. Third Rock from the Sun. That one yeah, guy. Yeah, uh, shit, I can't remember it doesn't his name. Matter. I'll think of it. But um, it's hilarious. Basically, it's Seth Rogen's Gordon last Levitt. Christmas. Yes, yes. Seth Rogen's having his last Christmas because he's having a kid. And his wife gives him like a bag full of drugs. And oh she's like, have God. the best time. And the wife in that. That's a good time. The wife in that is the, <laughs> the roommate, the bag guy. 
in the second uh, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. Uh, oh, my God. If you haven't seen hilarious. The Night Before, it is so fucking it fun. Is good. Good. It is good. Underrated Christmas movie. It is good. And have you seen Office Christmas Party? No. It's got Jennifer Aniston. It's got uh, the guy who sounds just like, sounds just like the main uh, guy off of Dad's Drinking Bourbon. They have this. He's the one who's the bartender in uh, Deadpool who tells all the jokes about you yes. look like an avocado made love to a mm-hmm. whatever avocado, like that guy. He's in it. Nice. Um, who's the guy from uh, Arrested Development? He's in Ozarks and uh, uh, Batham. No, Jason Bate- Bate- Jay- Bateman. Bateman. Jason, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. He's in it. Oh, holy That's shit! Right. Well, he's in all so those. Like, all good. Um, it is so good. It is such a funny movie. Like, such a funny movie. So, Christmas Vacation is, across the board, the best Christmas I think we all agree with that. And and I agree with what you said about A Christmas Christmas Story. Christmas Story is so watchable over and over again. So is Elf. Bad Santa's great. And sometimes, yeah, Bad Santa's another one. Um, Thurman Merman? So, so to me... Four Christmases. Four Christmases is good, too. uh, underrated. With uh, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Vince Vince Vaughn. And John Favreau. Jean Favreau. Jean Paul. Jean Paul. Jean Paul. Jean Paul. What's that from? Jean Paul. Jean Paul. I've seen it, and you're putting me on the spot, and I can't think of it. Oh, Seinfeld. (laughs) It's when they host the Ethiopian runner for the marathon. Because he doesn't set the alarm. You need to really dive into. To curb your enthusiasm. I, I've seen every episode. I don't know about that. I've seen every episode. I okay. love that show. Good. So, but how you could be a fan of curb your enthusiasm, but not be a fan of Seinfeld it, makes it's no mind sense blowing. To me. They're both written by the same guy, yes. right? Larry David. Yeah. So, for me, Christmas Story and Elf kind of mm, two switch three, places. Two and, two and three, two and three. Yeah, they go back and forth, and every year. So, so just to give you a little glimpse into my domicide uh we every year for new year's eve we start making like all of our um desserts for christmas day on new year's on christmas eve i mean not new year's on christmas eve and then about six or eight or whatever time that uh, christmas story starts playing we put it on leave it on for 24 hours we never turn it off so it plays over and over and over again that's cool for 24 hours so we're listening to it the only break i take from it is when i come down here to wrap presents at 11 p.m with a whole bunch of friends on facebook and we watch die hard die hard and we post all of our pictures so question for hashtag you, die hard is christmas because you've had uh two kids yep trina has now had two kids together we have three yes together hers, three. Mine, yours, mine and ours yes. yeah. Yours, uh, mine, ours, yeah that should be a movie title. it is it is a movie okay um anyway anyway what age did you feel that you could tell them santa isn't real too no like do stuff like i felt like i feel like you you and trina what do you mean by do stuff i feel like you and trina you know brylan's 17 you talking butt stuff what are you talking about no not anal um i feel like you guys are pretty adventurous like you guys we are you guys no like you guys do quite a bit of stuff socially yes we do 
has it always been that, that was way? The benefit of having kids way before we were ready to have kids. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it also probably slowed down your life at it did in our, at that time. our late twenties. Yeah. yeah, it slowed them down for sure. Sure. But what age did you feel that you were like, okay, I can start doing stuff all weekend long or whatever, and you just don't have to worry about kids. When Brylan, well, so so it's twofold actually because Savannah and Jacob were kind of built-in babysitters as they got older. Sure. So like when Savannah got to fifteen or so, she could start watching Brylan. Did you make her? Were you like, yeah, hey, well, yeah, fuck yeah, we did. That was walk. yeah. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, right. And then we would go out and do. She stuff. gets for room and board. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she would get a little bit older. Then we'd make Jacob do that when he was fourteen or fifteen. Sure. And then now Brylan is. So there was three waves of this. So, like, when Jacob graduated, that went away for a couple years. And now Brylan is now 15, 16, 17. We were able to start doing that again. He's walking the dogs. Did it, did it, did it happen and then kind of, like, digress yeah. and then happen yep. again? Yeah. Pretty much. But what? Well, the, the, handoff, the handoff between Savannah and Jacob, because they were only two years apart, was pretty smooth. But the handoff from Jacob to Brylan being self-sufficient was a little bit of a a, a lull in the middle yeah. of that. Yeah. And you still have your grandparents come down. Like you, my you, parents, not my grandparents. Yeah. Your, his your grandparents. Parent. Yes. My grandparents um, are long dead. Yes. yes. So you, my you don't dad, leave him alone at not 17. Yet. Not yeah. yet. Because he's got a serious girlfriend and that scares the shit out of me. My mom and dad, when he we want don't want to, don't want to make them the same mistakes. When we went to, <laughs> when we went to Florida in April with our group of friends, my parents came up and stayed with them for a week. Sure, yes. sure. But how was it as like a, you know, you have a three-year-old. Were you guys the same way as I feel like I am that I'm just fucking trapped in this? When Brylan was can't three. Can't do anything. So never we, get married. Brent, never get married. That's or Brett, not Brent. Brent. That's Brett. Jesus Christ. How long has he known you? Jesus Holy Christ. shit. Brett, never get married and have kids. So here's the thing. I don't think he's going to, for one. For two, we would have my parents come up for, for if we needed to go on a long weekend somewhere, my parents would come up and do that. Uh, her parents would watch them if we went on a week-long vacation. Yeah. Um, I remember when we went to Bali. What about, what about weekly? Weekly what? Like, just regular weeknights? Yeah. We did nothing. What about weekends? Weekends, we would try to have her parents watch them every like third weekend, so we could have something to do. Mm. So, so that we did do that a lot. We we tried to make we made a point to make time for ourselves, even with the kids growing up. That was gotcha. a huge goal for us: is to stay connected and not just make our lives about our kids. Yeah. Now our lives were all about our kids ninety percent of the time. Sure. Coaching my son's sports, taking the kids to different things. What whatever. did you? What did you feel? Did you feel? I mean, obviously, you're you know you've done athletics your whole life. Did you feel? Um, what need did you feel to coach your kids? Was it? So I think I can do a, this. That's the a good question. Best. No, I think this so, is the best way I can be connected. No, no. So like. Both, but but what happened was, and it was kind of funny, when my first son, Jacob, was growing up, I didn't even think about coaching because I was like, I knew a shit ton about sports, but I didn't even think about coaching. And so I let him get coached by other people. And I was sitting there watching, and basically it was just parents yeah, who were, all it is. who were coaching other ki their kids and then other kids. So it was basically their way of 
spending time with their kid and making sure their kid was the star of the team. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, I can coach better than these these parents. And I don't want to I'm not trying to brag or whatever, but when I coached, I didn't highlight my son. Sure. My son had to earn his damn way on the team. He there when I coached basketball with my son, if he wasn't playing well, he didn't start. Yeah. And he would sit on the bench. And then he would, you know, get some playing time, but he wouldn't start. And there was a probably a good stretch for a while. You remember when you helped yeah. me coach one time, my son didn't start that game. Yeah. Because he wasn't the, the best one be. playing. Sure. And now he did well off the bench and he's a good little athlete. However, there were times when he just wasn't putting in the work and he wasn't doing well in practice. So he didn't start. He didn't play. Yeah. Uh, he played, but he wouldn't start. And I wasn't that kind of dad who was just coaching for my son. Now, that was the primary reason I was coaching. But it was so that my son would have a good coach, mm. not so that my son would be the star of the team. Yeah. Um, when I became the coach, I became the guy that I felt like if I didn't do it this way, no one else is. So I wanted to make sure that I was coaching the right way and coaching the kids with a tough but fair and equal opportunity. Yeah. If they didn't, if they didn't perform, they didn't play. Yeah. Okay. Did you and Trina try to do a lot with your kids, even if there was no one watching them? You would oh, take yeah. them out. We did. We did stuff all the time with our kids. Like we, one of the, my favorite memories of us raising our kids is we would always do these movie nights, and they would be themed movie nights. We would do one at Thanksgiving, or Halloween, Christmas, and we would do one in the summer. So like the, I remember one specifically where we did this beach theme night in the summer. Yeah, and we watched like three beach movies. And what we would do is because Brylan, Jacob, and Savannah were, you know, Brylan was five years younger than Jacob. Savannah was uh, two years older than Jacob. So we would always watch like two movies that were more family friendly. And then Brylan would fall asleep. And then we'd watch a movie at the end that was a little more age appropriate for the older two. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's what we kind of, we would do. And we would do that that's stuff good. all the time. So our Halloween nights, we would watch like a Goosebumps movie. Nice. And then like another maybe kids like cartoony Halloween movie. Then we'd watch a scary one when Brown fell asleep. Sure. So that kind of stuff. And then I, I'd use that as a way to introduce them to movies that I grew up with, like Lost Boys or, yeah. you know, something like that. Um, or Christmas Vacation for Christmas or something like that. So we did that all the time. And that was that was a fun thing that we did as a family where we could all sit together and they wouldn't think that they were necessarily necessarily spending time with us. They were watching a movie. Sure. So they were enjoying themselves. But then we look back on it now and we're like, oh, that was so fun. Yeah. We did that all the time. Yeah. I have been, you know, very staunch and like, I'm going to enjoy my life like, my kid's oh, not gonna make sure that my we kid's not gonna my kid's not gonna know what he's going through at six months old. But the other day, like I was like I was so and and maybe it's because the it's the first time I've been in literally like five years, but like we took Carter to the zoo. I was probably more excited to go to the Carter zoo. Didn't know what the hell he was seeing. Exactly. Might have seen some animals and been like a, a little bit. But if but I went every single weekend, I'd be like, nah, Yeah, this is stupid. This is right. dumb. So, so Trina and I have this belief. And that's what I feel about Disney. I'm yeah, like, yeah. fuck Disney. Well, yeah. There's, a, a, there's a, a window. That's and an it's not $8,000 fucking. Year, yeah, it's not an under year old thing you take your kid to. That's stupid. 
it's when they're five and six and they can appreciate a little bit more, maybe seven or eight or something. Sure. Then you take them maybe one time. Trina and I have this belief that moderation is the key to life, and it's everything. Yeah. Everything. Drinking, partying, working out, eating, uh, kids. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about moderation. We feel like everything is moderate. That's the key to everything. And that we've have we have a very strong belief in that, and uh, to this day I still feel that way about everything. I I honest to God think that moderation is the key to life. Completely agree. It's like anything with like being healthy and unhealthy, right? I'm not saying you have to eat every meal as this like vegetable crazy whatever, right? But you also can't eat fucking cheesecake for every meal either. No, it's all exactly. about life's about and there's moderation. There's nothing wrong with having dessert. No, not at all. But eat you dessert. do it in moderation. You don't eat dessert every fucking night of the week. Right. And just like you, I mean, I might drink every night of the week, but I'll have a drink. A four. Yeah. And on nights like this, I'll have five. But like, <laughs> but, I digress. But my point is, is that drinking doesn't rule my life. You know, bourbon right. doesn't rule my life. I'm not to get home and have my drink for the right. night. Um, food doesn't rule my life. Working out doesn't rule my life. They are all important parts of my life, but they're not the thing that rules my life. If I don't drink for a month, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah, it's all a balance. It sure. is. It, it's, and I think, now if I didn't do any of the things that I like for a month, I might go a little stir crazy. But yeah. that's the thing, is like we watch some TV, we watch, you know... Uh, we, I listen to some podcasts. I do some stuff on the computer. I play some games on my phone. I some work nights out, you read. Yeah, I drink. Sometimes we read, but it's moderation, and that's yeah. the thing. Absolutely. I don't dive in a hundred percent to any one thing because I feel like that is where problems start to happen. And we do the same thing with our with our life, our dating, our you know we. I I, I know it's kind of goofy sounding. You're married, but we still date. Yeah, no, you have to, or things fall apart. Yeah. So I just, to be honest, I, 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 I can't say it enough. I feel like moderation is the key to life. I've always believed that. I still believe it to this day. And when you look at your kids, I think it's the same thing. If you want to keep your your relationship fresh with your wife while you have kids, you have to make time for yourselves. And the people I feel like who have problems and end up getting divorced are the ones who make everything in their lives about their kids and don't make time for themselves. Yeah. And I think, again, that goes to moderation. Yes, kids are stinking important. You brought a kid into this world that should be your number one priority, but it should still be moderation. You should still have time for yourself. You should still have time for you know, your love life, staying connected, all those things. Otherwise, 18 years later, you're going to look at each other and be like, who the fuck is this person beside me? Yeah. Because you've yeah. done your own things while the other one's watching the kid and you've grown apart. Yeah. And you have to stay connected. And I think moderation is the key to that, like, of everything. And I can honestly say that there were times, you know, when we were, you know, raising our kids, when we would go along for a week vacation or a long weekend somewhere, and I'd feel a little guilty because we were away from our kid. And we're like, well, shit. But, like, you know, then you'd look at it at another angle and you're thinking, well, I'm giving my parents a chance to spend time with my kids i'm giving my kids a chance to get to know their grandparents and and really have some time with them and yes selfishly i miss them however but i'm also now having time with my wife sure spending that extra time with her and getting to stay connected and so i think all of those things again you know we do this podcast once a week it's not seven days a week we do it once a week and it's moderation 
I still have time for my kids. I still have time to go see my son play football on Fridays. I still have time to spend time with my wife and watch some shows with her and connect with her on a weekend for a date or go to brunch with her on a Sunday or something like that. That's just, that's just life. I mean, yeah. you've got to, you've got to average things out. Mm-hmm. Completely mm-hmm. agree. That was a long-winded answer. It's sure. all, it's all good. And we were about to, you know, we were about to close this off until Tyler started asking a questionnaire about. Uh, it's always Tyler raising kids and watching movies and stuff. <laughs> uh, all all right. right, let's let's wrap this up. Cool. We're way over an hour now. We're at almost, almost two, two hours because yeah. we were about to call this at like one o five. Yeah, I agree. So I think we've you made have some it editing to do. Yeah, <laughs> we made it. Cl- no, I probably won't. We'll we've uh, made it clear what we like here, what we don't like. But uh, I think the best thing to to think here is the Woodford Reserve. There's the cherry present in all three. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the batch proofs are hit and miss as far as being outstanding or not. They were all good. They were all good. Um, but I think you know. Th- that those proof points, those different things like that. And, and Tyler's in a week from now might even taste a little different and better. Who knows? Um, mine had been open for almost two years. So very valid, but, uh, all right, let's go ahead and wrap us up. I, we are the bourbon hunters, uh, bourbonhunters.com. I am dude pool on Instagram. Look for me at the people's schnoz. That's people's underscore S C H N A Z. I have sent out a bunch of follow requests. Please follow. And Please you're also follow. Brett Paul Bryan, the yeah, serial killer. Account. This one's going to be more fun. That account. And then yeah, we got Ty Schaefer 04 over there who's mm-hmm. in his phone right mm-hmm. now. He's following the people schnoz. He's so <laughs> he is. If you look at his friends, I'm in there. And then together we are the Bourbon Hunters on Instagram. I made sure they followed him too. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Uh, we know you don't have a lot of time, and we tend to try to monopolize whatever time you do put into your podcast with two-hour episodes, apparently. Uh, but thanks again for listening. Hopefully you got something out of this. This was a, a fun episode for me because I love these Woodford reserves. I enjoyed all of these, yeah. So, uh, But thanks. Uh, hopefully next episode we're going to do Heaven Hill and Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Blind. And we'll talk about like the it. experience that we had at the Heaven Hill uh, uh, in Bardstown. I like it being a blind, too. Yeah. Absolutely. We haven't done a blind in a while, so that'll yeah. be fun. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.